Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to High Commentary. You know, guys, I usually do um, podcasts at least once a week because I'm, you know, like so busy with school and stuff like that. But I feel like, you know, with certain situations, I have to record it because I want to keep the situation or situations fresh in my head. And if I let days go by, then, you know, you start to miss some of the important aspects to a certain situation. And for this segment, I want to talk about bullying in the workplace. And a lot of people will probably be like, bullying in the workplace, like this is not high school. You're right. It's not high school. However, bullying in the workplace definitely exists. And I, for one, has dealt with that. And it's not easy. It's totally not easy. Passive-aggressive behavior is very, you know, condescending and quite hurtful. You know, because you can expect it from customers. You know, you can expect it from everyone else. But, like, you really don't want to have to go to work every day fearing, you know, losing your job due to what someone else may say. You know, you don't... It's like... It's like a a slight... It's it's so weird. It's hard for me to explain because it's like, you know, you could you could love your job. You love your job. You love it. You love it. You love it. You sincerely love it. But you just don't dig the bullying. You know, and bullying is not right and a lot of people don't realize that <clears throat> Sorry guys. <clears throat> Woo. <laughs> Bullying happens very often in the workplace, but some people do not really know the definition of bullying, nor do they really know in depth the consequences that it can bring to the person personally when you are consistently bullying someone, especially at work. All right, guys, let's get to it. I am about to, I don't even know. (sighs) The situation is just so damn stressful to me. And I'm such a happy person. Like, if somebody was in my mind every day, they would be like, damn, you're definitely between SpongeBob and um, Patrick Star. Like... (laughs) So for me to like for me to be disappointed, it takes a lot for me to be disappointed. And to me, I think in this situation, like especially when, you know, people are invading your personal space and actually touching you and being, you know, like passive aggressive when they touch you, that becomes an issue because now you're violating personal space. You know, you're basically disrespecting the other person. But as well, you know, the fact that that the person thinks it's okay is more mind-boggling and 
I was reading this article because you know, guys, like I'm in school, so I'm always reading articles. I'm always learning, you know, so I'm always going to be sharing uh, the olive branch, you know. So I um, came across this article from Workplacement. Was it WorkplaceMentalHealth.org, right? And it says that uh, workplace bullying involves multiple repeated intentional acts of aggression, hostility, social isolation, or disrespect. So for anyone who's wondering what exactly is bullying or what are the bullying, you know, um, behaviors, I'm going to repeat it one more time. Workplace bullying involves multiple repeated intentional acts of aggression hostility, social isolation, or disrespect. These acts often happen in person, but also can occur through email, text messaging, and social media, which, of course, we all know that. It also says that 19% of working adults are victims of workplace bullying. Perpetrators are usually male, 70%, and in supervisory position, 61%, while 60% of targets are women. In this case, I would say my bully is not the men. So we're going to X that part out. (laughs) So here are common examples of workplace bullying. One, intentionally sabotaging or undermining a co-worker's performance. Let me say that a little louder for the people in the back. Common examples of workplace bullying are intentionally sabotaging or undermining a co-worker's performance. Two, giving a co-worker constant and unwarranted criticism. Okay? Cursing at, threatening, or humiliating others. Spreading gossip or rumors about a person let me repeat that one more time spreading gossip or rumors about a person cursing at threatening or humiliating others willfully excluding or ignoring a colleague suggesting a co-worker quit or transfer to a different department in the company these are common examples of workplace bullying These are things that shouldn't be tolerated at all, especially when mental health is involved. I'm a person who suffers from anxiety. Mm, Depression, not so much. I think when I was younger, I was a little more because I was insecure and I was battling a lot of inner demons, you know. But now as an adult... I know better, so I do better. And if I know better, then I'll say what's better, you know? These things should not happen at all, but they happen. And on top of that, when you have a fear, it doesn't help. Because things like that affect people who have mental health. Like, it affects people who have anxiety or who have depression. Like, when they're constantly being bullied or 
you know, um, put in a position where they have to defend themselves or they're in a sabotaged situation or there's retaliation involved. All those things affects a person who may have anxiety or depression. It will affect any human being. Let's just be clear. Let's just keep it all the way 100. Like, nobody wants to be bullied. Nobody wants to be ridiculed for nothing. No one wants to be gossiped about. So why do it to other people? Do unto others as you would want done to you. And if you wouldn't want someone to bully you, to talk about you, to gossip about you, to be passive-aggressive or to show animosity or to be physically passive-aggressive, don't do it to other people if you wouldn't like it done to you. I think that people need to start thinking about what they do before they do it and realize how you could be affecting that other person as well as how you would feel if you were in that situation before you assume the position of being the bully or being the person who can't, you know, who constantly wants to antagonize. To me, we're all grown. The moment you are like 26, you should know better. And if you don't, there's a problem. Because even at 21, you're still going to make fuck ups. You're still going to make mistakes. But I think by like 26, 27, like, come on. You've been on this earth a little bit too long not to know better. And no one should be involved in any environment that fosters bullying because that's very stressful. It's, it's high stress. It's, it's already a demanding workload, you know, and no one wants to feel like they lack job security simply because of favoritism, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I feel like a lot of people go through it. But a lot of people are scared to speak up because they are scared of the consequences that will come from it. And I get it. I totally understand. But at the same time, your mental health is important. Because it affects things that you don't think it affects, and it does. One of the examples, insomnia. Hello. Look, I'm supposed to be sleeping, and I'm up. Why? Because I'm the target. You know, and when you're the target, it's like you can't sleep. Another one, gastrointestinal distress. Yep, got that <laughs> all the time. High blood pressure, probably haven't went to the doctor yet. You know, a little bit of depression, a little bit, a little bit. Anxiety, full force. And all these things, I work so hard to suppress, not really suppress, but I work hard to maintain it, to attain it, you know, to keep it minimal. But I feel like when people violate your personal space or touch you, and you know it's in a negative manner, you know, passive aggressive, and you can't do anything about it, that's the worst feeling ever. Because it's like, you know, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 all the way 100. As a person of color, the first thing you think about is your color. I'm going to be dead ass honest. 
the first thing you think about is your color. If I say this, will my color put me in a situation where I lose this? If I say this, will my color put me in a situation that's going to be harmful? And, and that's the sad thing is we shouldn't live that way, but we do. And it's, it's very saddening. It's very discouraging because I already got 10 points against me. My color. But now, if I defend my right, my space, my personal space, who I am, my identity, and I ask for the same respect to be reciprocated, that could turn into a consequence. And I don't, I don't like that feeling. It's not a good feeling to feel like you're under a dictatorship. But, you know, if the dictator has their favorites, then their dictators will allow them to run free and to get away with murder. And I don't think that's healthy <laughs> because no one knows how another person is feeling. I could put on a smile all day, every day. I could give you brilliance all the time. And inside, I could be hurting, sad, depressed, <laughs> anxiety up to the roof. And I'm doing all of that just to suppress the simple fact that I want to keep surviving and thriving. And I don't want to you know, have my job or my position threatened due to minute things such as favoritism, things that shouldn't even be existing in the workplace or bullying. Like, it doesn't make sense for a person to get in trouble when they're the, when they're the person being bullied, you know? And that just puts more pressure Like, that's more of a reason why, like, sometimes I feel like my anxiety is so high because I feel like I need to have eyes behind my head. I need my peripheral vision to be utilized at all times. I don't, it's just not, it's not the best feeling because it's like you're, you're walking on glass, broken glass, and no one can hear you. And no one would listen, you know? Those type of things in the workplace should be something that should be looked at. I think in life, period, it should be looked at. In any situation, it should be looked at. Because no one deserves to be put in a situation where they are in fear, full of anxiety. I'm sorry. That's how you know I need to smoke. Anxiety depression like I like all those emotions are just not healthy it's just, it's just not healthy it's not right and it should be handled in a way where people can understand each other you know not all the aggression and all that stuff like really think about what you do before you do it And I'm sure for, like, people who know me personally or, you know, um, people who who, I'm hella cold. I want to put the heat on, but I don't want the air conditioner to, like, 
you know, go over my voice. So I got to just be in the cold for y'all. Yeah, so I'm going to do it. But I'm going to smoke this right here. I'm going to smoke some KK because I need it. My nerves is like crazy. Like if you probably hear my voice shaking, it's because that's my anxiety and that's my nerves. And the best way for me to release it is to talk about it. Because if I don't talk about it, I'm not going to sleep. And I need to sleep because I got work tomorrow. So let me light this shit up. I hate having anxiety though. Like I hate it because it's like I'm gonna give you guys a, a description of my anxiety. I think everybody's anxiety is different. My anxiety starts with like the armpits, right? My armpits start itching. Once they start itching, I already know like ooh, anxiety kicking in. Or loss of vision of a little bit. Sometimes my vision gets blurred because I'm my anxiety is so high that I lose vision sometimes. And the anxiety kicks in when I feel like the world is caving in. And when I feel like the world is caving in, I'm very quick to to walk away because I need to get my body right, my mental health right. I need to get my spirit intact because it got ruffled, you know? And, you know, some people think like, oh, yeah, bullying is nothing. You know, you're an adult. You can handle it. No, 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 We're human. And right is right and wrong is wrong. And as you get older, you will stand behind that truth. Right is right and wrong is wrong. There's always a, a way to go about something but always ask before you assume anything. Don't get yourself worked up over something that you may not even know all the information about. Ask before you spread rumors and gossip and make a person feel alienated and disrespected. You know, like, mm-mm. I'm sorry. I, I just, it's just not right. And if you, if you are going through that and you're scared to say something, honestly, you should say something because this is something that is important, not just for me, for everyone to be aware of. If you don't acknowledge that workplace bullying exists, there's a problem right there in itself. You cannot be dismissive or unsupportive because the problem doesn't pertain to you personally. You know what I mean? You, you still have to understand what's happening in front of you. Normalizing the behavior does not make it any better. It's like considered as healthy aggression, and that's not healthy aggression at all. I'm just shocked, you know, by the whole thing as well. Because I'm really a nice person. I'm very sweet. 
I don't like to invade people's personal space in a negative manner at all. I don't even like to go in people's faces or spaces until, like, you know, they show me it's okay. And I think that people need to understand that there should be a clear line as far as respect and personal space. You got to respect somebody's personal space. There should be a zero tolerance policy towards aggressive behaviors. Period. And, you know, maybe it's me. I'm not saying anything. You know, I'm not speaking up out of fear, you know. Um, But I'm sure a lot of people have done the same thing. They just don't really speak up because of fear. I mean, a lot of us do. And that's the sad part, you know, that in, in certain cases you have to. But as long as you acknowledge and you know what's right and what's wrong, honestly, let go and let God, let God handle that person or whoever is your higher power. Let that, let, let God handle that person. I ha- I've learned that over the years growing up, you just got to let God handle that part. What's in the dark will come to light eventually. But at the same time, speak your peace, get it out the way, and do it in the most sincere way possible. But bullying in all environments, harassment, gossip, all of that, unprofessional, indecent, disappointing, and it should not happen. All right, guys, I am about to go to bed in a few minutes. I think I feel a little better venting it out, getting my anxiety out. I still got to smoke. You know, because I'm such a cancer. I'm such a cancer. Like, it will stay in my head for a while. I need to sleep on it, you know, like, think on it. Actually, to be honest, I'm pretty shocked and flabbergasted about the situation because I've never dealt with it before until recently, you you know? So I, I... I'm always a person that naturally will like step away from a situation just because like my anxiety goes up very fast. And once I feel heat in my body, like I got to move away, you know, and um, I feel like I'm, I'm very happy that I actually decided to just record this, vent it out, put it out there because I know there's probably other people who've gone through the same thing, probably worse, God forbid. You know, and it's definitely an uncomfortable feeling that I wouldn't want to wish on anyone at all. Even on my worst enemy. I wouldn't even, I don't, I don't even got enemies. I think people just make me their enemy because I really don't have any enemies. Well, in my head. 
I don't have to like, just because I may not like you doesn't mean that you're my enemy. And to me, an enemy is very strong because an enemy means like at the end of the day, there is a despise and I don't despise anyone at all. Even with the stuff I go through, I don't despise anyone. I may be disappointed in one's actions and behaviors, what is said to me or how my, you know, how I'm threatened, but I, I'm not the type to be like, I hate you. No, nah, that's not, that's not even in my spirit, you know? So, and I think also that, I think what made me feel better too about this situation after venting it out also was realizing that sometimes people do certain things because the problem that they really have is with themselves. It has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with them. Because if I don't even know what the beef is, then what's the beef? I don't even know. And to me, that's more of a personal problem that gets transferred onto the innocent bystander simply because of whatever they feel due to whatever they know or the extent of what they know. So I had to really tell myself a lot. Like, look, this got nothing to do with you and everything to do with that person because you have not done nothing. Not even invade their personal space for you to even be treated the way you're being treated. So you know what? They killed Jesus. I'm not saying I'm Jesus, but I'm saying like, look, they'll do it to anybody. You know, anybody could get it in this world. It doesn't matter how nice you are, how sweet, how kind. It doesn't matter. You know, people are malhearted at times and people are or can be very mischievous and um, very sabotaging and manipulative. And I'm a very observant person, so I peep all of it. But um, to me, I feel like not my monkeys, not my circus. I'm not, you know, as long as I'm not displaying such behaviors, no one can say I personally invade them or that I, you know, shove them or push them away or nobody can say that about me. I'm a very gentle person. You have to really, really, really do something so disrespectful for me to come out of my element. Other than that, I'm the type of person that if I pass by you, I will say, excuse me, I will say sorry. Like, and, and it's simply because I come from a city where like, you can't be just trucking people. You can't just run up on people and push them. You can't, you can't do certain things like that and think you could get away with it. You know, so that's why I've always learned to be like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Especially like taking the trains in New York. Nah, man, that's when the fights really happen. So I've always learned to be like, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. That's just, you know, my behavior. I'm a very empathetic person. So when I'm surrounded by, you know, certain individuals who aren't, it's like, oh, you're draining my energy. And then on top of that, you're, you know, like disrespecting my space. So I'm like, whoa, you know, what's going on? But anyway, um, I hope you guys have a great week. I will come back uh, next week, of course. But I hope this this has helped any of you who has been listening and who's dealt with that. And at least you now know and have some sort of acknowledgement of what it is that you may be going through if you can't really pinpoint what it is. Because... 
all those things I've mentioned is signs of bullying and signs of, you know, retaliation. And as long as you know that, you know it. And just in case, if you need to, I do it all the time, note it. Every situation that happens, note the situation. Write it down, just in case for later on. Like my dad says, uh, it's for, um, what he says, He always says, write your information down. So just in case people want to manipulate or sabotage anything, you already have your proof. You already have proof that states otherwise. And that's why I tend to, I'll write everything down. I won't say nothing. I'll just write it all down. Time, date, place. Because at the end of the day, I need to make sure that my character is protected. You can say whatever about me. My character, my spirituality, my beliefs, I keep those very stern in my daily life. I don't steal. There's no reason to. God has blessed me enough. For what? That's my motto. I don't inflict pain on people. Because I wouldn't want pain inflicted on me. I don't inflict, you know, gossip or anything on people because I wouldn't want it done to me. And I was brought up that way. Do unto others as you would want done to you. So I treat people with the utmost respect. And I also thank God for my patience because it takes a lot of patience to be very forgiving and to be like, you know what? I'm just going to stay away. Because to me, being a person who is in school, knowledgeable and aware, your color already sets you up to have a temper, to have an attitude, to be a person who can't tame themselves, quote unquote, an animal. Like you're being brown, <laughs> automatically puts you in that situation to be perceived as such even though you're far from it or maybe people have put you in a in a situation to be uh tapping amongst those lines your color will always be the pinpoint to a person's demise in certain situations and it's the truth and that's why a lot of us just take the shit we get slapped up, beat up, whatever, and we just take it because we are more in fear of the consequence than we are of ourselves. And how can you be a functionable human being if you're not able to even be yourself? So this is the last segment. I am signing off. I am smoking on some skunk beer right now. Because that's what's going to help me knock out. And I hope you guys 
are able to feel a sense of relief if you are going through bullying. Always remember to stay high, stay fly, and stay prayed up. Especially number three, stay prayed up. Okay? There are people who want to suck the happiness out of you. And it is it is definitely up to you to make sure that it doesn't happen. Okay? Anyway, guys, please feel free to hit me up. Hit me in the Gmail commentaries at gmail.com or hit me up in the dms on instagram hi commentary i really really do hope that you guys um took this information took this wisdom took this experience as a way to know that there's other people out there but also how to go about it and to understand and acknowledge the differences of bullying Because you don't know if you don't apply yourself to know. And if I have to be the vessel to do so through my experiences and my fuck-ups, then so be it. (laughs) Anyway, guys, have a great night. Have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Whatever time that you're listening to this, at this time, it is super late. Time for me to go to sleep. Love you guys. Besitos, which is kisses. Lots and lots and lots of them. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I completely and utterly and sincerely appreciate you guys for listening. You have no idea. I wish I could hug all of you. You know? As long as your your energy is good, shit, I'll hug you. You know what I mean? I'm a hugger. (laughs) Anyway, guys, love you. Muchos besitos. Bye.